podcast. Blurgoth, Blurgoth, he's our man. If he can't do it, fuck. I regret, I regret what I just did. Just so you know. <laughs> you know what you don't see either in the abyss or you know, hell? Janitors. They have no fucking janitors there. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's the wacky wave waving in front of the wall. <laughs> I don't to be truthful, well I don't know what you mean by jerking it. Like I mean I've done the, the flossing like that you know that dance? <laughs> no, right, couldn't hold no. Uh, like uh, I no, mean uh, I've done that too, but to dry off with a towel. Ah, uh, yeah. No. Tells Rip. I'm a big boy. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Outside the Stat Block. I am Ben, and I love Rosie O'Donnell. A lot. I love myself a lot. I'm in love with myself. Hi, I, I'm Ben. I'm in love with myself. I'm, uh, I'm Chris, and I don't have a follow-up for that. <laughs> uh, I am Jesse, and uh, I'm excited to record with you guys Yay. wait no hold it i got one it's a song okay i'm in love with a stripper Ooh, that's not true yeah, i don't i don't, know, I I don't know, know any strippers i don't know if he's trying to get me to strip because it's you know, getting hot in I'm, here i'm feeling myself it's really in her it's really presumptuous to assume that i mean you oh i mean yeah i guess that's true jesse did you want to strip for chris uh not force chris but i mean i'll strip like i'm down i was gonna say he'll Will just the do that support your weight uh, I wouldn't stand on the table. Oh, the counter maybe? Uh, no, I would go in the, uh, like, so in my closet, I have, like, certain things. I got a, I got a pole in there. I can get out and dance. I got some moves, bruh. He has a high performance skill is what he's saying. Folks, what we're talking about is Dungeons & Dragons. And yes. twerking. We are Dungeons & Dragons podcast where we take all of your known preconceptions about D&D and all your, you know, your straight line of thinking as far as like the rules are going, just following those. And we kind of toss them to the side and we try to take a different look at the game and how uh, we see the game from our perspective. Occasionally that perspective apparently involves pole dancing and twerking. Uh, what do you? Uh, what? No, we were talking about our personal lives, Christopher. Our personal life is D and D. What? Yeah, no, valid. All right, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, roll the That's strip, fair. buddy. All right, <laughs> and let's get this party started. Hold on. And my pants are down. Oh wow! This Wait, is, no. Why? What? Holy shit! This is really comfortable, you guys. You guys should try this. I don't. Well, I do when I'm in my home. Yeah, no. Well, welcome to my house. Are you like becoming a nudist now? Is that is this a new way of life for you? Do I have to start instituting a policy if we record at our own homes? Is that? I mean, you can if you I want. Mean, you guys are welcome too. Like, I mean, I'm cool with. I mean, it. I'm not really a big fan of a you know a nice schlong in my face while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I do kind of like the you know the stop the Skype looking calls. at it. <laughs> I do kind of like the Skype calls. Uh, as as an idea, but I mean, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this is your new way of life, I support your decision. Oh wow, I appreciate you, Ben. How about you, Chris? You support all of this? Oh, uh, watch this helicopter! I wish something else would support it. <laughs> Chris, how's your right? day going? Um, my day is going, just going, huh? It's uh, it's the end of the week, I'm, and uh, it's all right. Today was rough. I dropped a huge piece of tooling on my foot at work. My foot oh, hurts. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, so uh, what Chris actually does Hey, folks, sorry about that brief pause there. Uh, Chris and Jesse just went in this little rant about work. They do this quite often. They can go back and forth for a very long time. So now back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs> yeah, this is about D&D, I swear. Yes, all right, back to I'm D&D. glad you guys are doing I'm glad you guys are doing well. I am doing fine as well, contrary to any sort of news from today, but I'm doing really good. And I'm ready no one- for our game this Sunday. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, with that, yeah, let's get into the, dude, into the tabletop I'm, talk. I'm, uh, yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. Down to the tabletop talk. That triple T, son. I, no, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I mean, you'll we fi- can cut that. You'll find it. You'll find it. It's there. It's, you got we, something. We have it. It's tabletop talk. It doesn't need an abbreviation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Let's give that one to Chris. Yeah, <laughs> that true, is, true. yeah no. He's uh, really good at naming things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, whoever did come up with that is a genius. I can tell you that much. Ah. Uh, but I'm a very, very, very smart man. I don't know about that. Don't, no, don't. put yourself down, sir. <laughs> All right, but no, You ben, are my friend, and no one talks about I wanna, my I friend. Think, like I think he knows where uh, I'm going to go with this conversation, so he's trying to be super nice to you in the event that your character dies this I would Sunday. say, I want to hear what's going to happen so that I find out if I have to make a new character or not. Well, uh... You should at least have a backup ready to go. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I would say that. It is so, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be one of my favorite type of sessions to run. It's going to be a very high stress, very intense like, but it's going to be all role play. And that is going to decide like I love it. If someone dies or not or oh. how many die or not, it is a very dangerous situation. So I still You're going to make uh Yorick give up uh, the one that he pines for, aren't you? Oh, you know what? It, it is a strong possibility, but uh, I'm not even going to argue with that. Like, there's a weird bromance between our characters. Mm-hmm. It's actually not that weird. I was talking about Sada, but yeah, no, uh, Yorick <laughs> and uh, Skull. He's got a little. Definitely... He's got a little smoochy smoochy for one of the NPCs who may or may not be infected with this demon. Oh, I did not realize that Yorick had the hots for her. Yeah, no, Yorick likes her. It's been the only yeah, one sure. that's been nice to this NPC, really. Yep. Yep. Everyone else is very either indifferent or let's just behead her now. Like, Listen, it was an illusion, okay? <laughs> the blight was an accident. <laughs> and honestly, though, the, uh, the first time that we ran into her um, on your campaign, uh, everybody, like, she almost got killed because of everybody... Or well, that's what we were supposed to believe in the time, right? Right. And Yorick, right. uh, so was she was like, under attack. You guys came and saved her, and then she yelled at you. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what. She like, was weren't, very vile. She was very vile. But weren't the other guys like assholes? Like, wasn't that why? Like, didn't they like? I can't remember. I it yeah, was yeah. probably something. Long. <laughs> something was, yeah, it was. It was probably one of the assholes in the party. No, um, yeah. She. I mean, she is uh, and has been part of a noble family. So while when it comes to strangers, even though her story is much more in depth, when it does come to strangers, that facade of nobility is definitely uh, put on with her. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, York definitely has the smoochies for uh, for Sada for one of uh, one of I the mean, NPCs. Yo- in my Yorick's game. dope as fuck though. So don't like. Come on, don't say smoochie. He's like. He's like, yo, what's up, girl? 
Yo. But you guys are like, <laughs> I mean, what are you guys, uh, eighth level now? Yeah. Yes. Eighth level now. And uh, so you're at a point where very dangerous stuff is going to happen if, mm-hmm. you know, choices that would normally be made at lower levels are made at higher levels. They're going to have a drastic turn, i.e. splitting the party <laughs> I across stand- days from one city to another. I stand by my choice. See, here's the thing, though, is this is the, like... I can't get mad at that because so what happened was is we were presented with uh, a shit ton of information, (laughs) something in our game that basically forced Scold this uh, uh, very actually. Why don't you explain him just a little bit like his personality and yeah, uh, I play a Goliath warlock named Scald and he is uh, he is the group dad. Yes. He is the only one with most of a functioning brain. Uh, the only problem is that 90% of that brain function specifically involves around a distinct martyr complex due to some survivor's guilt. Uh, so he throws himself at things uh, with a very strong fervor uh, and belief that he's doing the right thing and keeping everyone safe. And sometimes that means traveling three days away to go check on his friend who is the daughter of someone who's supposed to be dead and definitely isn't. Uh yeah, and while that happened, we also needed to be keeping an eye on this other NPC that, you know, something uh, uh, could be inside of her that can cause a, a lot of harm to demon. a lot of it's people. It's a demon. It's a demon. Yes. Um, Information. There's one or maybe two great evils, and you're trying to figure out a way to deal with both of them. Yeah. And that has led you to the splitting of the party. Which- I stand by my choice. Uh, ended up in the capture and imprisonment of half of the party. Yep. Essentially. Uh, and the other half almost abiding to the the rule of the people that imprisoned yeah. them. The saying, hostage hey, exchange. Get over here. We'll trade your guys for, you know, we'll take some of you and we'll give you some back. Yorick almost. You just went right in it. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that decided not that was almost not going to go, uh, Yorick, who is a um, a fighter. Uh, and a big beefy boy. Um, he's also uh 19 years old and uh wears his emotions on his sleeves, and he just get lets his emotions kind of control him, and his peaks uh go in every spectrum of the emotional scale. So I mean, like in that situation when we were shown this thing that was like, hey, yo, scold is uh, going to die unless you touch this thing that will bring you to me. And one of our party members almost didn't do that. Yorick almost knocked him out and brought him along with a lot of violence. Strong arming and violence. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Those are those are his love languages. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Ben, let me add that you did a great job calming that scene down, um, because I I really enjoy role play, and I will mm-hmm. I will just kind of like go right into my character, and I will do exactly what I think my character would actually do in that time. Oh yeah, and just like Chris, but no, but no, no I'll get back to where you were talking about how good I am. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, let me just stroke that ego. So, so can we come up with a conversion rate? Exactly what is the experience value of compliments? <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Yeah. Because uh. I have a bunch of free time and a low-level character. <laughs> I'll come up with a chart. <laughs> All right, cool. In the meantime, you got a beautiful face, a great hog, and I like your hair. 
Oh, oh, I mean, all right. Um, so, 20 levels, Yorick. <laughs> <laughs> it was the comment about the hog, right? Oh, but you got to retire him. No, it's an NPC. Epic levels. So, come in with something new. Level one. Congratulations. No, that's cool with me. Uh, like, I mean, hey, Yorick is a, a god now. So, uh, in in the event that uh, my, my character is to pass. Uh, Do you let- think he's going to pass? That's not really up to me, I don't think. <laughs> that would be a rough you, week no, you, for you in D and D. You'll have a. Uh, you'll have oh a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that here in just oh. a second. We'll have um, words. Uh, yeah, you'll definitely have an influence. Okay, it's definitely going to be like you know either because it's you're going to die either because of you're going to die or live because of you. Okay. All right, I can live with that. Give and, me a little and, flavor. And outside influence. Give me but, a little. But 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 in the in the event level eight. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Give me a little flavor of uh, that skull voice that you do so well. Oh, God. I don't think our... I almost said viewers. I don't think our listeners <laughs> need that. I, I'm skulled. Chris, that's not he, he the definitely, voice. He said, it was, everyone, I mean, it was pretty close. Everyone knows that is not... Oh fuck! I'm so stupid. Oh, uh, you just had so I was excited. I'm very excited for my game. You just had some big stuff happening. Yeah, right? boo! Yeah, so we did. Sorry, sorry, Jesse. No, I mean I'm sorry, guys. Um, so in the game that I'm running, I am a uh a new DM. I'm I'm definitely a greenhorn. And uh, going into this campaign, I I built this uh. uh st- story that's happening within this world and these main characters were like these uh uh, the big influencers that were going to adjust the swing of um the tide of these evils that were taking over the land and in the very first town they went to (laughs) within a few hours fucked it up tpk and it's like i i really didn't and i actually like while we were doing it i actually didn't kill them i made them go to a dungeon and after the fact i realized that i you know i i felt like i didn't these do these people good, wouldn't fuck around yeah yeah right. these I, people wouldn't fuck around. i felt Big like dollars. i did a shitty dm thing and i mean part of the cool thing with D D is having your actions have consequences and as much as it sucks to like say goodbye to characters like it also sucks to play in a game where your dm is not willing to kill you when you fuck oh, yeah. like when you make mistakes or go like too far with shit i have and- uh I've always been very vocal about the uh, the fact that if uh, death for your character is not a very real consequence, I don't want to play in your game. It's There's no, like, malice in it. I just... A game you can't die in is a game you can't lose, and if I can't lose, I don't want to play. Then so, Yeah, it's just like essentially right. playing, you know, Diablo with infinite lives, except on paper. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it can get boring, and I mean, all you do is, oh, there's bad guys? Hey, I'm, fuck it, I don't care how big they are. I'm, yeah. Oh, there's an ancient dragon? I'm going to hit him with my axe. Yeah, it's like, oh, the, the DM will never kill me. He'll never, you know, he might down me, but he'll never... And in those situations, the level one fighter can go try to fight the big blue dragon over and over and over again. <laughs> if you're invulnerable... Yeah, then it doesn't matter. You're already the hero. Congratulations, story's yeah, over. you win. That's- Ooh, I got a question for you guys. Okay. Uh, take me through your very first um, character death. 
Do you remember? Like the one that I had, you know, given it to a player? Um, no, the the one that you were playing when you were younger and the very first time you had a character like die. Oh, okay. How I is have... your reaction? So right. wait, wait, hold on. I have a great story. Not only is it a character death, <laughs> it is a TPK <laughs> at the hands of my own character. All right. <laughs> All right, no, uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, no, that sounds very familiar, but keep going. Yeah, uh, well, th- <laughs> this one was uh, distinctly more out of my control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing a, uh, a uh, words, fuck me, it's one of those sorcerer. days. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, damn, nice. Um, wild Nailed Magic it. Sorcerer, uh, the flavor behind the bit of Wild Magic was that uh, the you know, the arcane uh, energy that had infused itself with him was actually the remnants of a very powerful wizard. And the flavor that I'd played it off was that uh, that energy, like, resided in him as the consciousness, and occasionally the wild magic was bits of that wizard trying to exert his will. And uh, anyway, what had happened was we made it to uh, what basically amounted to, like, a pseudo-boss fight for this little homebrew campaign my DM was running. I don't even think it was the full boss. It was just something that was supposed to be a big, scary fight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, um, some wild magic happened, and I fireballed all of us. <laughs> oh. I killed the boss, myself, and both my party members. What level were you guys? Three. Three? Oh, so it was it was like a Steven Seagal boss. Yeah. Not quite, you know, Chuck Norris. Damn. Just yeah. He was fu- he just right big, forward, just Jesus. fucked everybody. Just big and scary. And it was the worst part was I called it. Like I had one of those psychic moments because we we were getting our shit kicked. And I was like, man, I sure hope I don't roll a six or a seven. But <sighs> Oh look, it's a seven. We're all dead. Uh, so I that know was a that very powerful wizard. I know we talked about how wild magic was a thing that um, you had PT, PTSD. PTSD. Fuck, man, words. All of us, Jesus. Uh, but uh, it's normal for me. Anyways, I got big lips, y'all, and sometimes <laughs> they get in the way of me speaking. Uh, so no, I know that we talked about wild magic with sorcerers. Yeah. Uh, did we actually explain what that was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, briefly. So it's yeah. just uh, there's uncontrollable, uh, like, urges that just, you know, exert because you are just filled with this raw, like, magical energy and it just manifests. You can't control Occasionally, it. it just pops out. And it, like, does weird, random weird shit. Like, there's a table on it in the book, but I like to, like, you know. Yeah, there's I'm, a, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. You, you ramp it up. So Explode there's a stable of horses. There's a, a – so um, when you're rolling the die, there's uh, – you can either get a D100, which – I'm not a huge fan of, but there's usually like the um, the ten and the D10 and the D1 uh, percentile. Yes, thank yeah. you. Or you could be super extra and buy one of those gigantic D100s. That's what mm. I was just saying. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> fucking golf don't ball. Don't buy it. So you make a uh, you make a roll and whatever the fuck is on there from zero to one hundred, whatever it lands on, that's what ends up coming out. So Chris landed on a. Uh, six or a seven, which is you cast Fireball as a third level spell centered on yourself. Oh my god, that sucks. I have that burned into my brain for that exact reason. So what Fireball is, so by level three, I mean, what are you, like uh, 30 HP? Something like that. So you got like 30 hit points to go with. Yeah, they all fucking died, Jesse. We get it. <laughs> no, I know. Fireball with level three effectors. I'm trying to explain what a fireball actually is. So what it's a, a ball fi- of fire. I yes. know, but you just tried to fumble fuck through percentile there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. A 
fireball conjures this big fucking ball of fire, and fire hurts. People die. Yeah. 86. There we go. That's okay. That's it. <laughs> 86 of damage. Oh, Everyone man. died. Oh, man. <laughs> um, my first... Man, I can't remember my very first character death because I've been through a plethora because I started when I was like 10 and I was very dumb and I made very dumb decisions with my characters. Uh, but there was one. I had just lost one of those characters who I can't remember how I lost him to. And I made a new character. And at this point, I wasn't playing d and I was playing a Star Wars tabletop game. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and I was playing a Red Guard. <laughs> Because the game was a high oh. level, so I came in as a red guard. So you fucking died, died. Uh, yeah, but uh, so I made the red guard at the table after my character had just died. Uh, my scene enters, my first scene. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, no, I just, I, like, my first we scene, all know where this is going. This is hilarious. My first scene, Continue. I get into an elevator. I come to the top of the elevator. Other party, other player in the party was a light-sided Jedi, killed me with a crit instantly, and that character lived for five minutes. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Were you like, oh, this is a coincidence. His twin brother is now coming up. The yeah, right? I don't even know how I died the first time, but fuck, I sure can remember how I died the second. That's fucking amazing. That's hilarious. Uh no, mine was uh, Bromo Sapien Sapien Warhammer. It was a family name. Good son type. Oh, thank you. Uh, and uh, he, what happened was, is we were down in a dungeon crawl, and we turned this corner, and there was a floating skull, and there were a bunch of guys in front of it, and my dude thought it would be a good idea because the floating skull was the thing that like hurt the first two members in our party like really bad. And my dude was like, yeah, well, let's fucking get that skull gone. And I ran through like the eight people in front of oh, him. Oh, buddy. And I got, but here's the thing. I fucking got to him. They all but one missed. And I got to him with almost full health. I missed four fucking times against a skull that had like a DC, uh, DC, that had AC of, I don't even fucking remember. Oh, was it like, fucking mocking you the whole time? Every oh, swing? Every fucking was swing. It, was it just like a flaming skull? Yes. I was oh. like, no. <laughs> you sick, Bramo. Every time I think about... Mr. Game Fucker! Every time I think about, like, animated skulls as villains... Did you guys ever watch Metalocalypse? I think of face bones. Fucking Metalocalypse. The only thing I can remember from Metalocalypse is that fucking clown. Dr. Roxo? yeah. I'm Dr. Roxo! The rock and roll clown! I do cocaine! Yeah, that was really good. (laughs) That was pretty close to it. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I like that last show part. After the I was show. gonna say, yes. yeah, he heard clown cocaine. Yeah. He if was you like on the board. Last part, man, you'll like Doctor Roxo. Oh yeah, he's I a rock do. and roll clown. A lot of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crawling into a dungeon and fucking getting murdered, uh, Chris, are you ready to do that with some of your friends? I am. Soon? Yes. All of this talk about campaigns uh, is, you know. Has spurred me on. I've g- I gathered up some old friends. My old friends. They're friends. Fuck me. Uh, gathered middle, up some friends. Friends. Yeah, that were uh, that used to play. I used to DM for them. We haven't DM in a while because the world is terrible. And uh, I picked up Rime of the Frost Maiden, a new book, and I'm gonna run that. And I'm excited. 
I have not gotten my copy yet. I'm still waiting. I had it shipped to me in Amazon with everything still kind of like going on. It's still just a little bit slower than it used to be. So I still have to wait for mine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden is a new um, adventure that has been printed by Wizards of the Coast. Um, you can find it on any one of their sites. Uh, it has some really cool shit. So it's based uh, in Forgotten Realms. And it talks about the northern areas around the Icewind Dale. Yeah. Really cold, kind of isolated. It's supposed to be kind of a, you know, darker, spookier side story. Uh, and you're kind of isolated up there. Oh, and yeah. you have to deal with all of the extreme environments. And That's where Gregorian Apeman is from. The Gregorian Apeman, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What was his name? Frederick? Yeah. You just gotta yes. leave him alone. Yeah. yeah. So when if you find if you run into Frederick in the new uh, rhyme of the Frost Maiden, you just fuck um, right off. Yep. Fuck right off. He will tear each one of your limbs off very quickly if you steal his cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, he just wants to be left alone. The cool thing for me about the where the adventure is set is like that is where I got my introduction to the realm, like the Sword Coast and everything, because it that. starts in Ten Towns. Oh yeah. And I start like my introduction to D&D the universe as a whole was reading the Drizzt books so they were like you're in Icewind Dale in 10 towns I'm like I know where that is I know everything about yeah. that place it's really cool when you're able to like correlate those novels with the actual table yeah I actually uh, have no idea what you just said yeah so there's this uh the story of this fable uh Drow Drizzt Warden I believe is how you yeah, pronounce Drizzt it yeah Drizzt Warden name the Who's, uh, fucking fr- merriest uh, Sue to ever marry some Sues Whose uh, whose story takes uh, a lot of place in the areas where this rhyme of the frost maiden takes place in. Yeah. Uh, so that correlation to this, like, uh, a lot of the books that have been written for Dungeons and Dragons have this fabled hero written in their novels, and correlating it back to the game is like super cool. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be in there, Chris. I hope so, only because I will bend over backwards to find a way to let my players kill him. Uh. Just a confession time, personal bias. I love the books. I think R.A. Salvatore, great writer. Um, I fucking hate Driz Doerden. He's a jerk. He's not just he's a, a jerk. Not just a jerk from like a like a story perspective. He's boring. He always wins. Even when he loses, he wins. It's That's, terrible. It's kinda like me. All I do is win, win, win. No matter uh, I mean, no matter what. Yeah, you're but you're not a drow and have any inherent racial biases against you. That's true. I'm a yeah. co- I'm a caucus DM. Big uh, uh you what? I sorry, what was that? A, a caucus DM. I yeah, I'm a okay. Yeah, DM. yep, 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 ca- yep, yep. DM. Oh, okay. It's like a carpe DM, but gotcha. All right. Seize the DM. <laughs> Seize the caucus is how yes. we do it. Caucus DM. Oh, you, you hear that? It's the sound of every caucus. single one of those jokes falling real flat, yeah, real no, fast. I'm trying guys, really hard, though. You guys, I'm trying. Caucus DMD's nuts? Is that... I mean, I think we're getting there some... Maybe uh, in the we, right we should context. Get, we should get into other places. But, uh, yeah. Like, why rangers suck? How about that? Okay. <laughs> why, <laughs> why do rangers I, suck gladly, so much? I will talk about this all day. Yeah, because they uh, are a terrible class. <laughs> And we're I, just talking like straight out of the player's handbook. I know right, there's right. like stuff in Unearthed Arcana that kind of makes up for it. And uh, there's, you know, other written material out there. But if you just have the player's handbook, Ranger sucks so much compared to everyone else. It's it's so bad. Like the class features that you get, like, I, oh, they're just trash. Uh, a lot. And a majority of the features, like, they're, you know, like their favorite terrain. Useless. If you don't have... 
Well, I mean, it has great flavor to it, uh, but if you don't have, you know, yeah, someone sorry. who's running over, like, terrain, things like that, and at yeah. a frequent basis, that ability is damn near useless. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I say it it's, it's in, useless like, in, the, in the context of if you choose uh, a favored terrain that's never seen in the adventure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like... Just, uh, I'm, I'm from the tundra. Well, we're in a desert, so yeah. So tough shit. <laughs> Let, also, let's talk about how bad they butchered. Uh, what is it, Beastmaster? Yeah, I mean, you want you want the ability to use uh, have like a cool animal companion. Doesn't that sound super cool? Have a bear friend, bird friend, wolf friend, dog friend, cat friend, whatever. Do you want to spend your entire turn only being able to either attack yourself or let them attack? Oh, what? That's garbage. Nonsense. I think they think getting a friend is the, you know, the outweighs, because, I mean, but, everyone else has to make friends, you just have a puppy. But the only fucking God, ability that you get that even makes that existence useful is, uh, they can use help as a bonus action at level, like, 14. And this, yeah, but honestly, like, homebrew, like, I would never, if a ranger had, uh, went Beastmaster and, and they had a, a companion, it would just follow them in initiative order like i wouldn't uh, i yeah i wouldn't make them use their action for that yeah but yeah. Tell you, like if you're just playing like that's why they suck because yeah like, if you don't have a dm that's willing to like stray from the rules a little bit on that then it's it's fucking rough um but yeah i mean you think to like to all like the classic rangers that you see like fucking legolas classic yeah. badass ranger uh i think even aragorn was once classified as a ranger for yeah sticking with yep. lord of the rings and like uh, fucking Robin Hood is even a fucking Drist. ranger. Drist is a Drist ranger. Is a ranger. Like all oh. of these like super cool badass fighters. And Robin are all Hood. Fucking ra- yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. badass with his tights. The fox. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And his friend Little John. We gotta we gotta keep up the this Disney theme. Yo, fox and bear. Robin Hood was a thug though, man. Yo, but straight the up, fox. that's the greatest movie ever. Oh, uh, the what was uh, was uh, it still uh, called Robin Hood? I was a Disney yeah. one? yeah. I think I've only seen it a couple times. Uh, I I used to, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm about to age myself. I had it on a tape that was recorded off of TV. Oh damn! <laughs> I had the real tape. So what that means is <laughs> for flex. for the listeners <laughs> for for the listeners that don't know. See before I'm CDs, sure their parents explained. <laughs> Things <laughs> used to come on. Their these parents th- are our age. They'll explain it to <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah right. <laughs> Uh, there used to be these things called VHS tapes. They were black and plastic. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever, Grandpa. Back to the home with you now. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, rangers are dog shit. But yeah, yeah. Like you have all these legendary hero rangers, and then you cannot... How can you not translate over to the at that over to the book? I mean, you're just going to select fighter and do everything way better than a ranger right. can. In every category. Because, I mean... Casting spells, really. They're, like... Okay, so you can get a a favored enemy, right? And with that, you can use... I think that's only one of the subclasses? Yeah. But still can. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, see, I... I Oh, no, no, you're right. That's part of the... Eldritch Knight. Okay, that is part of it. What? What about Eldritch Knight? What? Can cast spells better than a ranger? Oh yes, yes. yeah. And Eldritch Knights are also garbage. But the um, <laughs> the the natural ability they have to see if their favored enemy is around, and if they 
like if one pings, then what? Like you don't know where it is, right? And it's like you just know that it's within a mile or something. something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like oh, cool. There's two of these things around. I have no idea where they are. Yeah, and it's you know you just choose one creature subtype, like demons. Yeah. Oh, sorry, like fiends, celestials, fiends, celestials, humanoids. Or no, if if it's humanoids, I think you can pick a. Get it. And if, so, if your campaign that you're running through is it running into that shit, that ability is just you don't it's, use it yeah. ever. It, do, it doesn't exist. That's why uh, wizards and all their infinite wisdom was like, "Sorry, guys, we made this uh, adjustment to the ranger for unearthed arcana. Nobody's allowed to use it in anything because it's still unearthed arcana, but we made it for you because we know that ranger's the worst <laughs> class in the book." Yeah, no, uh, I haven't read too much on Earth Arcana, but I did read that one, and I was like, oh, wow, they should actually publish way this. Way better. Because it's way better. What they need to do in order to fix those two classes is they need to like pull from like the previous editions, and they need to just have yep. the two kind of base subclasses of like archer yeah. or shooty duelist, or animals, <laughs> a duelist animal, like, and then like because there were some really sick abilities back in like you know the earlier stage. I think second edition D and D rangers had this ability called trick shot, where you can basically oh, like yeah. trick shot just transform your shot into like however many arrows you can shoot at once. But I was playing with someone, and they're like, okay, I'm going to line up three arrows on my bow, and I'm going to shoot these three dudes in the eyes. And they could do it very easily because they were this prowess ranger. Yeah. They're not represented that like that at yeah, all. Yeah, no, now you get uh, the level 14th, uh, 14th level feature, Volley of Arrows, or Whirling Dervish, if you choose to use swords instead of a bow, which is depressing and comes at far too late a level. Yeah, just be a fighter. Just and yeah, actually, just be, just be a fighter. Yeah, be a fighter. Take like the Outlander background or something, and just tell everyone you're a ranger. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'll work. And 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 now welcome to the segment where we take counts. English. Now welcome to the segment where. <laughs> Ah, man, I bet they all thought that I was you just then, with the voice that I did. And now, welcome to the segment where we take questions from the internet and you lovely listeners and answer them, OTSB edition. Get fucked, son. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Is it is performance anxiety what I just did? Sorry, guys. Hey, how about for some questions, though? Yeah. Yeah, No, I'm down. Because I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, buddy. I know, it was all that fucking cocaine that we snorted when uh, you heard that pause just then. Woo! I can't feel my teeth! Oh, boy. Beautiful <laughs> white snow! Wait, I, dude, you would love Dr. Roxo. I'm telling yeah, you. you would. You really uh, would. Help with training recruits. Hello. Well, hi. Hi, person. Uh, hello. What's up? Uh, I, my problem is that D&D campaign <laughs> takes place. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, my problem is that my D&D campaign takes place around this military academy where I am a trainer for new recruits. I am a shadow monk, and I want to know how does one train to become a shadow monk. Thanks. So he's training... He's he's training recruits. He himself is said shadow monk. He is training new recruits to become shadow monk. Okay. He does not know way of shadow monk. All right. Uh... Y'all, y'all familiar with some Batman? Are we talking, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson? And no, just like Noah. Batman in general, like 
Just yeah, yeah. The, League of Shadows. Yeah. The fucking League of Shadows. Let's mm-hmm. say you shadow monk. Yeah, no, for sure. You um you throw this black smoke in the air and then you poison the entire city of you, Gotham. You become Rachel Ghoul and train a bunch of people to kill other people. That's it. That's the whole everyone, the whole vibe. Everyone gets asthma from the smoke that you breathe in for being a shadow monk. Because you're breathing in the shadows. Don't so breathe in the shadows. Yeah, that's what every one of them yeah. sounds like. So that's how you, you got to train them first to uh, be one with the smoke, inhale the smoke, love the smoke. Um, that just sounds like then, being a smoker. And then Batman, and then, uh, and then you murder, get Ga- murder Gotham. Yeah. All right. But no, but it's like it's just ninja training. Because like the whole that whole subclass to me has always been like, do you want to be a ninja? This is how you be a ninja. It's just the yeah, shadow right, monk. Right. We just can't call it a ninja. I don't know why, but we'll just call it a shadow monk. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. So uh, I will say that if you are gonna do something like that in your game, just don't have the fucking same thing over and over and over again. Try not to have your players doing something, doing the same thing for more than like three sessions or else it gets really repetitive and really boring. You can have different training sessions without it, you know. I'm assuming so I don't know to, to at least try to help. I don't know what like uh ability shadow monks get. Um but you know, read the abilities of Shadow Monk. They always have some sort of flavor flavor like oh you can step very quickly oh, in yep. between the shadows. Yeah. And, and just then, yeah, teach like your training that. off of that. Yeah. yeah. Like take the flavor that's already there and just and then build on just it. Build your entire regiment from that. <laughs> I, it's just so fucking it's such a stupid fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, how do I train a shadow monk? I'm a fucking idiot. Open the book, read some lines. It's going to be in there. Like it's you're you're the you're the you're the thing. You are the thing that you are trying to train them as. Yeah. Like just you've already like gone through this yeah, entire you have, process. You have, did you, <laughs> how did you get trained? Did you wait, no, did you pick this without knowing what the fuck a shadow monk was? <laughs> Damn! Oh God, damn! He just stands uh, him in this pit of sand, drawing calligraphy that doesn't make any fucking sense, saying, "Rake the dirt, be one with shadow." Rake. <laughs> That's all he says the entire time he walks around. Be what does this guy shadow. fucking do? Be one with shadow. Be one with and shadow. then when you don't do what, you, like whatever you think it he is, he wants you, you with do, the he fucking just beats the shit yeah. out of you with a stick. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, no, that is not what I meant. L- literally any of those things. That is how you become a shadow monk. All right. Train hard, train well. You'll just run to the fucking shadows away from this guy with a stick. Uh, help, I don't know how to feel. So my DM wants to put a die system, a D12 of body parts in his first game. Ooh, slow down. Oh, the D12 of body parts in his first game. The die will be rolled on crit fail and the... Oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, and yep. with that, it sounds okay to be best saying that... Okay, so basically what they're saying is this person's DM is taking a 12-sided die anytime you crit fail, uh, and that each one of those numbers on that 12-sided die is a body part of yours that you're going to fucking lop off when you crit yep. fail. What? N- no! That's terrible. Imagine being a fighter and you lose your fucking... If a fighter were to crit fail and roll, he loses his left arm, extending any reasonable fighting career for an extensive... (laughs) (laughs) Then he would have to buy expensive prosthetic or heavy magical healing. Imagine if... uh, Like a a wizard that loses both of its arms. 
Oh, oh no. So with, with good, magic, there's... Goodbye, uh, somatic components. Right. There's hey, this. now listen, I've seen people play guitar with their feet. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, you could definitely see some somatic components with some, you know, wizard's feet, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Kick off the slippers. I just, I picture them, like, sitting down on their ass and just waving their feet in the air, trying to, like, come with their ma- knees in the air. <laughs> Kamehameha wave with their uh, feet. <laughs> anytime there's a scry spell, there's asshole just comes with an eye. <laughs> but, like, there's, there's, now I'm thinking about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to be thinking about it. But, like, in, in all seriousness, like, there's a better way to do that, isn't there? Ben, you have, like, the deck of fumble, the fumble cards, right? I have the fumble cards for Starfinder. Okay. Uh, I don't have the- any fumble cards for D&D. Like, I know they but exist, yes. though. Oh, yeah. And there's plenty of editions of them. You can use, yeah. like, several of them. So, yeah, basically, there's like whole when decks- a crit fail happens, you just draw this card and some shit's about to go down. It just, it, it blows my mind that somebody... See, that's the thing, is, like... Uh, and I've seen it multiple times where somebody will DM for the first time and they will think that out of like all these years and these different versions of what the sword ghost has put out, they think that they have found the thing that is better than they could have come up with all these years of playing and feedback. And they went, no, I'm going to do this because this is a great idea. And this is what they should have had in the book anyway. I always think when I see stuff like that, the only thing that ever pops into my mind is like, why do you have such a hate boner for your players? <laughs> Just imagine, like, what if you live, though? Let's say you chop off your arm and you live, and then just in spite of the DM, you stay with the character. Oh, you yeah. stay with all the flaws. This is what you do. This is outside the block. Right? It's a yeah. block, right? And then everyone that also does it the party just stays together the entire time, just slowly losing limbs crawl and body your parts. hobbled asses. And then you just fucking to the final boss, just all broke down and dick fucked over <laughs> by this goddamn system. And by the time you're you there, beat his boss, by, fucking let, no fucking arms. By the, just handily, yeah, yeah. By the time you're there, you have uh, a <laughs> golf shoe on your right foot. No left leg, no left arm, no right arm, and you're just hopping towards just, them. You've got a metal spike <laughs> strapped to your head. That's the barbarian. <laughs> the fucking rogue is spitting darts at people because he can't use his crossbow. The shadow monk is just a shadow now. <laughs> we have the shadow. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but no, seriously, don't don't do that to your players. Stop it. There are more clever ways to uh, like, deal with crit fails other than just relentlessly punishing your players. That's trash. You're bad. Stop it. So, um, actually, now that we're not going to go down the route that I thought we were going to go down, um, I had something cool that I kind of homebrewed that uh, I never told you guys about, but I did tell you guys to start keeping track of all your fails. Oh, yeah, I completely mm. forgot to do that, so I'm glad we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, what I was going to do is that all like after, uh, going through the entire campaign, the very last thing you did would be going to, um, like the arch mage of the land and, uh, you would bring them something very valuable that they needed, whatever the fuck that was. MacGuffin. Right. Um, and, uh, once there, they would, uh, basically craft 
or uh, transmogrify or um, they would basically work with you. And then I would let this very meta portion of the game happen at the table where I would give everybody some uh, the numbers of fails that they had throughout it. And they would count as points that they can invest and it could oh like um, a, like a currency thing give them feats uh give them uh plus one plus two plus three weapons depending on what it was like basically right before you go into boss battle you're getting all the god shit you know what i mean getting all turning turning out calling in all so, of your failures and turning them into blessings see, right so it's I, like an experience i would thing, say i like that I from a mechanical perspective because it's like you literally benefiting and actually learning from all your failures right and that's how i i looked at it as experience points and i actually got the idea from uh monster of the week who if you uh it's another tabletop game where you roll 2d6 and if you roll a five or less you fail and on a failure you mark experience and after so many experience you level up and i really liked that idea of if you fail you gain experience yeah so i wasn't telling any of my players um so i mean I I still like really like that like yeah. definitely use that in the future. You should hold um, on to that. No, no, that's a really good. Uh, that's no, that's pretty good. That's a really clever that's mechanic. Ah, thanks, um, guys. The only um, means a lot. The only thing from that you. I would think of because uh, um, experiencing the system, not knowing the the reward that it would have, um, very easy to forget to track down the failures. Yeah, just because yes. they come in abundance. So yep. I don't know if you could probably think of another way of like awarding those failures. Right. Yeah. So it's very, but yeah. No, good idea, man. Yeah, oh, thank you. It's good shit. Uh, you know this is a wait, good idea? What's that? One more question, because that's about what we got time for. Could I actually kill a goblin by first converting it to Satanism and then casting holy shit on them? <laughs> Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> what is it? Could I actually kill a goblin by first converting it to Satanism? So making it an evil goblin, converting it to the like satanic giving arts. it beliefs of Satan, right, and right. then casting holy shit on them by casting holy shit on them, like are like just like things that do radiant damage. Oh, I just I thought you meant like throwing actual, um, you know, backside dropping matter, manifesting divine fecal matter is what yes. you were ah yeah yes. uh, so, understand. Uh, maybe this is a bit too literal, and I know that that's kind of my folly here, but. They don't. They don't need to be evil for radiant damage to kill them. It's still damage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a goblin's really fucking weak. You, yeah, right? you could throw any sort of shit at him, and he will die. Shit, dog shit, bird shit, and it's gonna fucking fall over. Yeah, whatever you want to throw at him. Get your whole druid book of animals. Throw all yeah. those shits at him. You can fucking get those goblins down pretty easy. But if you're if you're in the long haul, like if you don't want this goblin to die, if you want this goblin to suffer, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, make him evil, and then slowly but surely just pick away at his life force with the mm. divine force of the gods. That yourself makes you evil, too. Just to let you know. Yeah, just so you're clear. What we're Turning talking about else here... someone evil just so that way you could cast holy shit on them. Right. Yeah. Is evil. So I don't know if you can cast holy shit. <laughs> that's, you that's, cast evil shit on them. That's a level of sadism that's privy only to, like, conquest paladins. Hey, Calm down. Yeah. Especially just, like presenting this thing like it was it was very neutral and didn't really align with anything and then you show him this de- deity and it's <laughs> she, 
Oh, look at look at this, dude. Oh, man. Yes, that's it, Boblin. Succumb. Succumb to the power of Asmodeus. Oh, my God. The power. Sacrifice! It threw up at the end and farted. And that is how you convert and kill a goblin with holy shit. Via Satanism. That somewhere makes sense. Yeah, and that is where we're going to wrap it up. (laughs) I am Ben. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, Check us out on uh, Twitter at OTSBlock. No, that's Facebook. Oh, yeah, no, that's Twitter. Never mind. Words. That's the Twitter. I interrupted. Sorry. Uh, At our uh, Facebook, Outside the Stat Block. And if you have anything you want to send to us as far as questions or stories that you wish to share, uh, shoot them on over to uh, OutsideTheStatBlock at gmail.com. Yeah, absolutely. All of that. Uh, thank you once again for your continued support to our absolute headassery. Uh, <laughs> I've been Chris. Thanks for listening. And I am Jesse. Now go play pretend with your friends.